0: Hello everyone. Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Deadline's New Hollywood Podcast. My name is Dino Ray Ramos,
1: and I'm Amanda Anduca. And you guys, this podcast is oh my gosh, we have Journey Smollett from uh. <laughs> this really like we we geek over this show all the time. It's a uh, mm. Lovecraft 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 Country. It's on HBO. Mm-hmm. Like you guys, when I say that this is a show that you could you, you can truly say that you've never seen before. I think that in all, all, all sense of the show, is something that's super unique. Never
0: so been done. The Never. wonderful she, like, Misha Green.
1: All these themes of, 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 of sci-fi. Yeah. context, there's sci-fi, there's, you know, we talk about- Horror. Horror. <laughs> it literally, I don't, it's amazing how Misha Green, who's developed this and, and writes and directs it, it's amazing how she put all of these elements together and made it work, and made it work so well.
0: And then like, if you're, if you're not watching it and you're listening to this podcast, who are you?
1: (laughs) You need a show to watch during your lockdown or that Mm. show needs to be top of your list. It's, it's really good. And obviously we've seen Journey in a lot of things. And a
0: lot. And yeah, yeah. a a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot.
1: A, a big one, Dina. You were a huge fan of that show. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, and Underground.
1: Yeah, underground Gone too soon. Shows, gone too soon. That was one of my favorite shows. She did Es Bio, which is one of her first starring roles. And Ten Year Old, which is. Crazy. And and I
0: forgot that she mentioned in the podcast that she was on True Blood. I forgot yeah, that she was, was on True Blood. Yeah, she on she's True done Blood. it all. Yeah, she's done too
1: many things. And Birds so, of Prey. Yeah, and you guys, she's such a she's she's such a gem. Like she said, like I, I just her energy was infectious. I'm so glad we had her on. This show is amazing. I yeah. highly encourage everybody to watch it. She yeah. said she said the season finale, we're all gonna be left in shock. Yeah, um,
0: which is and, this Sunday, y'all. This Sunday, yeah. So tune in, yeah.
1: Yeah. So without further ado, here is Journey. I was just saying to
2: uh yeah, to to Misha that it's like this is so strange she just finished um the show like on my birthday a week ago Mm -hmm.
0: she just oh happy birthday
2: (laughs) thank you um and uh and we had to do an interview and we were saying like it's gonna be so strange for us when it's over you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. um like the live tweeting and, you know, I'm just, I definitely had a feeling the other
1: day, like, oh, I miss being on the Lovecraft Country set. <laughs> oh. So do you guys get to watch the episodes before we do on Sunday? Um,
2: not anymore. They had they had sent like the first five. Um, and I didn't watch it. I wanted to see it with everybody and oh. stuff like that. Um, yeah. I watched the pilot. I did watch the pilot. Yeah. But. Yeah, no, I've been watching it in real real time with everybody, yeah, which has been—that's good. I mean, you see it a little bit when you're doing ADR, right? Right. Mm-hmm. You know? But it's so. Like,
0: but not I, like all pieced together. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah with yeah, the music about, and the. I definitely want to talk about Lovecraft.
0: Yeah, um, we really want to talk about we Lovecraft. Are, we we are, have we are, not. We are stands of yeah. this show. <laughs> <Come
1: on. laughs> Before we um we get their journey. You've all you've been in this business for for a long time. Um, I, we've seen you from. Underground, which is another amazing show that never should have got canceled. I say that all the time. I love mm-hmm. that show. Um, Ease by you. There's, there's just so cool how Friday Night Lights. <laughs> Lights. We've seen you in so many things, and it's just been such a joy watching you. Um, so, for you, what is your earliest memory of performing, and who were some of the people you looked up to um, gr- growing up in your career? Mm-hmm.
2: Oh yeah, I mean, interestingly enough, some of my earliest memory is performing. It's mm-hmm. like being on set. Um, I remember, <laughs> I remember doing a Cheerios commercial. That's probably the earliest thing I can remember. <laughs> because it, was a, it was the first time I had my mother to myself. Mm-hmm. Like we flew down to shoot it in Florida, in Orlando, Florida, and I remember being so excited that it was just going to be me and mommy. Like normally I have to share her with all my siblings Mm -mm. (laughs) and stuff. But honestly, just growing up, I grew up in such an an artistic home, you know, Mm -hmm. all of my siblings, my mom, you know, even my dad, um, everyone was creative in some way or another. Mm -hmm. Um, And art and leaning into creativity was heavily encouraged in my family, not as like, oh, this has to be your profession. And that's the the blessing that I benefited from is it wasn't, my mother wasn't a stage mom. She wasn't the mm-hmm. type of mother who pressured me to do it. It was like a hobby for us, mm-hmm. you know, like some kids play baseball and their, ki- their parents yeah. put them in little league because they're, they're, they've taken an interest in it. So mm-hmm. with, with us, it was the same way. We took an interest in it, so she allowed us to do it. Um, and then with some of us, it didn't stick, you know, not everyone wanted to stay doing it. With me, it wasn't until, honestly, until I didn't use Bayou that I knew, oh, I actually love this. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to do mm-hmm. um, for the rest of my life. There was something in doing that movie, playing Eve, being mentored by Samuel L. Jackson and, uh, Casey. you know, yeah. being directed by Casey Lemons and watching Casey you know, who was the captain of our ship, the way she would work with Amy Vincent, our, our DP and all the heads of department, but also the way we really dove into the character, you know, it was the first time I think I understood the craft, mm. you know, and I think when you understand the craft, that's when yeah. you open the channels for the love, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's what happened to me. I fell in love with it. Yeah. Um, during that
1: project what have you, what have you say sort of for you um being in this business What have you say what can you say has been a big change from when you first started out or even you know when you had a good 10 years uh, behind your belt um as compared to now and maybe the type of roles that you're you're getting or the type of roles that you're seeing your peers getting and like even the even the what is it called the the on the call sheet but the, the description that whenever they have the category. breakdowns yeah the breakdowns <laughs> like do you have a oh. big difference in like what you know so sort of how the breakdowns looked back then versus how they look now.
0: now yeah
1: i wouldn't categorize it as a big difference i have seen difference i
2: have seen change um for sure You know, I am no longer being told by my agents that, oh, they're not willing to go ethnic on that role. I mean, that Mm -hmm. was something that I would hear all the time growing up when I would chase after these really rich characters. And it was a thing of where I couldn't even get in the door. Like the director wouldn't even meet with me because, simply because they weren't willing to quote unquote, open the role up is how Mm -hmm. they, you know, say it.
1: Um, Mm
2: -hmm. I don't hear that term as frequent. Not to say I won't ever hear it again. I'm sure I still will. Um, but it's become definitely more of a taboo thing. Like, uh, they'll hide it. <laughs> you know, they'll make excuses. They'll say other things are the reason why. Um, I think in general, the one thing that's, it's difficult for people to understand, my very early memories were of people like Casey Lemons and Amy Vincent yeah. being in these positions of director, cinematographer, writer, producer, you know, so for me, what is actually typical in Hollywood was was very abnormal for me. Mm. As I got older, it was like, wait. Mm. So it's very much so a white male gaze. That's not what I grew up, you know, being accustomed to. I worked with the greats, you know, I I was spoiled. Some of my earliest films were opposite Angela Bassett or Mm. Denzel Washington directing me in Great Debaters or, you know, like, and so in my 20s, i very much so, Now, even before then, I became a little jaded, Mm -hmm. honestly, and in in wanting to kind of quit because it just felt like this is this the stories they want to tell and the stories that they want, you know, to tell with folks that look like me just are not very interesting. Mm -hmm. The main shift that I've seen is that there are more Casey's, you know, there's more folks behind the camera, there's more Amy Vincent, there's more, um, folks like a Denzel, who are are saying, listen, we wanna see our stories told. No one's gonna tell them but us, so we gotta do it, you know? And so when I see a Jordan Peele or a Misha Green um, or an Ava DuVernay, a Gina Prince-Bythewood, you know, what I see, I May Destroy You is fucking brilliant, okay? Like, (laughs) I I, think she is a goddess.
1: With all the content that we're getting from black female creators right now, even <laughs> even
0: this week at this weekend alone there are three films coming out by women of color there's forty year old version mm-hmm. there's time and then there's yellow Rose and I'm just I was just like Come it's on. just amazing yeah it's
2: incredible and and that's the shift I'm seeing so it's not really coming from inside Hollywood mm-hmm. it's coming from outside Hollywood in which people are saying enough is enough and we are not asking for permission anymore yeah. you know mm-hmm. um it the way that You know, I've been incredibly spoiled over the past few years to work with female creatives, you know, whether it was on Birds of Prey or Underground or Lovecraft Country with Misha for the second time, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's been so refreshing to widen the gaze, Mm -hmm. you know, for so long, it's been the cis straight white male gaze, you Mm -hmm. know, that we've been Mm -hmm. limited to. And there's just so many people who are coming, again, from outside Hollywood and just busting open the door, so that's the main the main shift I'm seeing.
0: Mm. Well, you just pretty much answered the rest of the questions. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Serious? It's like because you when you were talking, I was all, "Oh, she answered that already." Okay, but we'll, we'll we'll still we'll elaborate on that. But you know, you I remember seeing you first, you know, Full House, and I was all, "Ooh, this is gonna be fun." And, just kind of seeing your journey. Oh, you get it. <laughs> Your journey. <laughs> just never from, heard that no. before. No, no, right? I know. I was, I was like, it, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm original. <laughs> uh, it, 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 it was just so interesting seeing, like, you grow into this, like, really great actor. And I was just, like, seeing, I was like, oh, it's that girl from Full House. Like, yeah. seeing you one after another, seeing the, these roles. And once I saw you on Friday Night Lights, and me, me and Amanda are both from Texas, so... Mm-hmm. Um, and I you know, I went yeah, to he a shot high school,
1: right? Yeah, he shot in Austin. I was in right? school. Yeah. I was in UT when you guys were shooting it. I remember a couple Stop. of our my friends would go down to Pflugerville to be uh extras, like be cheerleaders oh, <laughs> yeah. and be yeah. And there's so cool. no
0: there's they still have tours for, yeah. for Friday night light tours, like wow. to, to uh to to go, you know, see the houses, see the stadium and wow. You know, I, i I just remember watching that and crying at every single episode Mm -hmm. just because of how amazing it is but you know and you have ease by you then you have birds of prey lovecraft country you have all this like this this very like diverse resume but and but throughout your career was there one point where you said where there was a a role or a a, a project where you were like oh wow this is this is the kind of actor i want to be like like what, was there a certain moment that informed your, I guess, actor identity, approach, I guess you would yeah. say,
2: your approach, yeah. I would say the biggest, I mean, for, for sure, it's been a collection, um, you know, over the years. It's been some, okay, part of knowing what you want is knowing what you don't want, you know, I mean, and I know I did that, don't wanna <laughs> do that anymore. <laughs> <you> know, <more. laughs> um, I think for me, um yeah, it's been a blessing to work with incredible filmmakers, creatives and actors, you know, working on Friday Night Lights and and being encouraged by Jason Kadams to improvise. Like we, we improvised every scene. We didn't rehearse. You know, we shot mm-hmm. 12 pages every day. Um, the cameras would just go up and we'd go, you know, and every take was different and fresh and exciting. And doing that with a Kyle Chandler or, you know, oh, with God, Jesse Clemens yeah. or Mike you know yeah. michael b oh, that um, ooh, I, you guys have all gone
1: since i that know show? Yeah, so that,
2: it's, it's, so it's but to be encouraged to to trust your instincts right i would say the biggest actor impact on my craft for sure was being directed by denzel washington mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. um great debaters there there are things that he taught me when we were working that I still use in my approach in my craft. I mean, he pushed me so hard and yet was also such a great cheerleader. It was this, this beautiful combination, um, of inserting this real belief in me, um, mm-hmm. and also challenging me to grow. And, um, you know, uh, I would say for sure he's had such a, an influence on me and my approach. But same thing with Sam, you know, and I, I've been fortunate to kind of have like a little village yes. of artists and activists who have poured into me, you know, Alfre Woodard is like a godmother to me. And, you know, there's been moments I can just call her and talk through a character, you know, and it's such a blessing to have folks like that. Cause that was my college, you know, like <laughs> growing mm-hmm. up on sets or having these mentors, like, my teachers, um, I've since, you know, made more of an effort to study the craft as much as I could, mm-hmm. um, you know, working with Cicely Tyson, you know, I I did a play with her, before I did Underground, we did Trip to Bountiful at the Amazon here in LA and then traveled mm-hmm. to Boston. I mean, it was like taking a master class,
3: mm-hmm.
2: just, you know, it, it truly was. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that answers your question. No, it's it did. I mean, it's like,
0: but like you, you pretty much answered again all yeah. of the questions we had. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, because because uh, I was gonna ask about your mentors, but you, you know, I yeah. you kind of always forget who you know. We have guests on the show, and you're like, who they have worked with, and you know, we're like, oh yeah, they worked with them. They worked with them, especially with you know, you mentioned Friday Night Lights, which was just like that was just like a hotbed of talent, and it was just. Mm-hmm everyone there and i always said, i remember when i was watching friday night lights i was all i wish i wish coach taylor would always give me a pep talk every morning <laughs> or i wish <laughs> or i wish tammy like i think tammy and coach taylor they were they were like the ideal kind of tv mom and dad or like mm-hmm. I, I just that that show just did so much for me but yeah you, you just have you've worked with these amazing amazing people you know and you know is there anyone left you
1: know, you pretty much <laughs> oh you're God. pretty much i want to I, I wanna ask you just because like, like like we talked about this and I, and i like sort of hearing these stories about people of color in this industry and sort of how they've navigated it um, especially for women of color Well, this industry is very problematic for us um, problem mm-hmm. i mean a lot of people but i'm just speaking it to us specifically right now how have you how have you navigated it through this through this to this industry throughout the years and what do you know now that you would have told you would have loved to told or somebody have to tell you whenever whenever you were coming up.
2: Mm. Yes. I mean, this industry is quite problematic for women of color. Um, you know, <laughs> Stacey Smith, who runs the Annenberg.
0: Um, yes.
2: I, she's the work I she love does. Mm-hmm. She's such a force and I love her. She's a close friend of mine. Um, you know, the data is there to show how at every step this industry continuously fails women of color at every level, whether it's, you know, at the executive level and the ability to green light films or whether it's, you know, department heads or writer director or in front of the camera. I mean, the the numbers are abysmal, you know, Mm. and I think one of her studies talks about from 2007 to 2019, over the top 1300 films, 1%, Mm. I believe, were directed by women of color. By women, yes i mean that is like abysmal you know when mm. you think about it um but um navigating it i've just i i think i've had to have this indomitable indomitable spirit mm. you know like that's in my dna you know that's what i come from i come from strong black women mm. um my mother my grandmother on my mom's side you know aunties it's just who, who I am. That's my blood memory, right? You know, Um, I have no other choice, but to get up and face the world. And even Mm. when the world wants to erase me, yeah, I still am going to face the world, (laughs) you know? Um, And so it's, it, it hasn't, it's not easy, you know, it's not easy for us. I've again been lucky because I've had a tribe of folks that I can call and, you know, they'll pick me up when I'm down or, or when I feel discouraged, Um, you know, that's quite important to be able to have folks, you know, who have done it before me, you know, when I look at what Alfrey has done, I mean, the body of work of an Alfrey Woodard, you know, is unparalleled, you know, I mean, I hold Alfrey up in my book of like, oh, the greats, Alfrey's right there with Al Pacino, you know, mm-hmm. like she's just, her craft is just incredible. Um, and so it's it's been a lot of me learning from those who have come before me um, and driven by the, the ability to just want to do what hasn't been done yet, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I, I love storytelling, I'm such a fan of it. Um, and I just want to see our stories told. We are complex human beings you know um and so I'm driven every morning (laughs) to wake up and attempt you know to fight this beast yeah
0: -hmm. ain't that the truth it's like I always go back to that conversation that we had with Don Porter um about how like you know people of color especially women of color wake up every morning and it's like all what battle are we gonna fight today yeah you know and like what, what what do we have to face today and You know, and it's just refreshing to hear that. Um, Okay, so um, let's talk about The Matter at Hand, (laughs) Lovecraft Country, which combines, like, everything I love about, you know, I'm a a sci-fi, geeky, comic Mm -hmm. book person, love, you know, things, you know, involving social justice, people of color, and just love action-adventure kind of things. Mm -hmm. But when you even first read or got approached or, you know, about this project and read the script, what were your thoughts? Because I could only imagine, because there's a lot that happens in the pilot. So. (laughs) (laughs) Were were you like, uh but what was was your, like, kind of initial reaction when you read it?
2: Well, um, Underground had just, season two had just aired and then was abruptly canceled after Mm -hmm. having been like, you know, a critical, Success and honestly, one of WGN's highest
1: programming. Yes, you know, like no sense. It made no sense. <laughs>
0: yeah, makes, it makes no, no sense. sense
2: um, and they were actively trying to find a season, uh, a home for season three, but it wasn't looking good. And I was, for the first time in my career, fielding all these offers from like top showrunners in the business, like from the day the show was canceled, you know, and it was, it was a whirlwind for me because on one hand, I was excited that, oh, okay. I mean, people want me to do stuff. This is cool, you know? <laughs> um But then on the other hand, I felt this real desire to top Underground. Like, if mm-hmm. I wasn't, if I was going to do more TV and take time away from doing film, it had to it just had to be different and bold and audacious and just make me grow.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and so I was sending Misha a few of the scripts. You know, she was acting as a, acting like my fifth silent agent. And everything, <laughs> everything I'd send her, she'd be like, nah, Journey, it's trash, you can't do it. It's, <laughs> it, it, you got, it's a pass, it's a no. It's a no. <laughs> and I was like, are you sure? I mean, this is like, this person won an
1: Emmy? And, yeah. No, it's trash. <laughs> we all need friends like that
0: <laughs> yeah we do They have they got your back yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah and
2: and so she sent me the script for lovecraft country and i was aware of her developing it with jordan and JJ. um but she didn't send it to me as an offer and there was no mention that hey there's a character in this that you could maybe write for i mean it was just like hey so this is you know i finally finished it you know let me know what you think Mm -hmm. and I read it and I'm first you know first of all I'm like oh I just miss her writing Mm -hmm. like her writing is so unique and specific and I missed it Mm -hmm. then second when Letty comes in I was like um hi what's the (laughs) problem uh who is she (laughs) um and I was just so uh, instantly drawn to who this woman was Mm -hmm. and as the show as the uh, script continued it 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 was this combination of obsession and dread. <laughs> Where it was like, wait, so I am I have to play her, and why has Misha not mentioned the fact that I have to play her, you know? Um and I literally after reading it, you know, weeks went by, days, months even, I was losing sleep over this role and wondering why Misha wasn't like talking to me about this character you know why wasn't she offering it to me um and it was very odd to me i mean we were still talking talking about other projects yeah and she was still being this agent and still saying no you gotta pass on this and Um, i'm thinking this heifer literally has something (laughs) that would be perfect for me but we aren't talking about this and it became this real weird like unspoken thing yeah um so i went and read the book you know, I, I started researching it, being like, okay, when the time comes for them to cast this, I might, you know, this might be a thing I gotta earn. Mm-hmm.
3: Um,
2: and so I was in JJ's office, five months has passed. I've in <laughs> the office. Well, that's <laughs> a long time. <laughs> it's a long ass time. And he says to me, he's like, um, did you read the the script for Lovecraft Country? I'm like, oh, yeah, man. He says, what do you think about it? I'm like, it's incredible, Misha's writing. He's like, it's so good, right? He says, you should do it. And I say, (laughs) yeah, I should do it. I mean, but what's going on? Like, Misha hasn't talked to me about it or anything like that. And I start, like, having a nervous breakdown in (laughs) his (laughs) office. And he, he just kind of casually says, you should do it. I'm like, dude, you don't have to convince me that I need to do it. Like, I think no one else can play this you role, gotta tell me but one. like, <laughs> listen, when I tell you who, who gonna play it? Like, <laughs> the conversation ends with him just again saying, you should do it. And so, I,
0: <laughs> so they're just like leaving you kind of like, they're like, oh, oh yeah, like very cash, Steve. like super cash. But,
2: no, still Misha has not mentioned it. <laughs> So weeks go by, and she calls me, and she's oh, like, so um, we just hired this dope director, Yann Um, you know, I need you to sit down and meet with him. Okay, cool, all right, um, okay, bye. And she hangs up the phone. <laughs> and, you know, as it goes, I sat down with Yann, we hit it off,
1: and then, um, yeah, they offered it to me. Did she, yeah. know you, did, did she know that she was gonna offer it to you the whole time? Was
2: she just teasing
1: you? you? (laughs) Here's
2: the thing. She (laughs) said to me, um, what she was struggling with is she felt that, yeah, no one can do this majority, but it was a number of things. She was still trying to get a home for season three of underground Uh, and mm -hmm. wasn't really ready to let go of that. And then also was kind of struggling with this thing of like, well, is she going to be known as the person that only works with this person? (laughs) And I'm like, Misha, there's a reason why some people <laughs> continuously work with each other. Yeah. You
1: know?
2: uh, it's called synergy, you know? It's yeah. uh, industry. I, I don't know. I mean, like, what you there's
1: want. like, yeah, for real. Yeah. And plus, um, a lot of people work with the same directors. Like, like,
2: how-
0: look at Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy has a whole universe. <laughs>
2: Endless amount of people, directors, Mm. you know, who
1: she's look, look, she's past that right now. Okay, (laughs) like we're we're beyond
2: that. Um, so
1: what was was it about Letty though, the character that you wanted to embody so much so badly? Yeah.
2: I mean you watch the show, right? Like (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean there was a number of things. It was just One, I just, she's, she's a tornado, you know, she is, she's this, this woman who's quite disruptive and, and, you know, she's a wild woman in a time that wouldn't allow her to be her true full, whole self. And she, I just was so drawn to someone who is in pursuit of that in spite of an era and a time that wants to erase her. You know, I could relate to her on so many levels. You know, this she suffers from this feeling of displacement, you know, um, and like so many Black Americans, you know, it comes as this great shock when you find out, like James Baldwin talks about, that America, that this place that you call your birthplace hasn't evolved a place for you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, she's, she's, She's quite, you know, um, bold and audacious, but also so flawed. Letty is so flawed, <laughs> you yeah. know. And I, the, the opportunity, <laughs> I know, but I... <laughs> yeah. Too. But she, but it was a great challenge to be mm. able to inspect her contradictions, you know, mm. to inspect this woman. She's grasping for life. Um, she's seeking to be liberated. Rejects this this idea that feminine, as it was defined in 1955, should be passive. Mm. You know, should be weak and yet she has her weak moments. She has her vulnerabilities. Mm. Um, yeah, she's just so she should re- remind me a lot of my grandmother, mm. um, who I never met, mm. who was nicknamed Showtime, because supposedly she could show you a good time. <laughs> 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 she was the first black Miss Galveston. And that's um, funny too. <laughs> yeah, and, and, she, and this beauty queen who raised, um, you know, a few things could have been different and Letty would have had the same path as my grandmother. My grandmother, you know, raised four kids as a single mother in the mm-hmm. 1950s. Think about how taboo that was alone, yeah. right? And this beauty queen who would go to work every day cleaning the homes of white folks, which interestingly enough, Letty in the pilot says, she's not gonna do. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wouldn't allow these families to rob her of her dignity and I grew up hearing these stories of my grandmother whom I never met you know um who would go to work with her hair makeup done and put such attention to the details of how she she looked and how she behaved and speaking proper in in her home you know she would not allow my 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 mother my aunt and uncles to say y'all or to say ain't or mm. like grammar was so important and to be well read was so important education was so important and and knowing your history was so important like essentially my grandmother was a rebel mm. and her way of, re- of rebelling was to was to say you won't rob me of my integrity and my dignity and my pursuit of education I mean, mm. she was the first woman in her family to own a home mm. you know clean homes of white folks she was able to buy herself a home you know, wow. um, and so that dignity, that spirit of, of dignity is something that's in my blood, you know, so when I read this Letty story, it, it, it literally made, made my, my blood memory start to vibrate, you know, that's, that's, you know, my teacher, one of my teachers talks about the blood memory that flows through my veins. I'm my mother's black, my father's Jewish, so I've got plenty of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and I have a real connection to my ancestors and and their oppression, but also their very radical pursuit of their joy.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and that's one of the things I love so much about Lovecraft is it's not just about our oppression. It is about our love. It is about our fight to be joyous. It is about our our times when we throw parties and we barbecue and we are well read and we love science fiction Mm -hmm. and you know our struggles and our 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 demons and it's about so much more than just the oppression yeah yeah.
0: i mean i this show i mean i'm just like i get so excited every sunday because As press, we get the episodes beforehand, but I have refused to watch the episodes because I want to watch it with the audience. Because I think they gave us the last episode, or I'm not sure, I may be wrong, but because I saw it in my inbox, but I'm like, oh, no, don't. Don't send me that. Don't send me that shit. I want to watch it. And yeah, it's kind of cool because we've had Jonathan on, uh, on the podcast. He's so great. And then yeah. I, we had Victoria on, Victoria Mahoney on.
3: Oh, did you? Uh,
0: yeah. And then I was like watching her episode without, because no, I, I knew she directed an episode, but I was all, I didn't know which one it was. And then I was all, it was the Indiana Jones one, the one, like, mm-hmm. and then I was all, I bet you Victoria directed this one. And I was all, oh, I was right. Wow. <laughs> that wow. episode was so fun. And But yeah. I want to ask yeah. you, you know, you, this is emotionally, physically, demanding you run you cry you swim you 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 lemonade some cars <laughs> have bl- you have blood splattered on you you yeah. scream at imaginary mm. monsters you get angry and sometimes that's all in one scene yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, but how like how do you even like go into that do you yeah. just kind of like oh here we go like <laughs> like how how is that, that just mm. doing because it's such a demand, not just for you, but every single cast member. And that's what I like about this show is that, like, mm-hmm. every single cast member has this time. And, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. stories.
0: Yeah, uh, but
1: mm-hmm. w-
0: w- are, are, do you just, like, pass out at the end of the day? What, what,
2: <laughs> what, what's,
0: what's the deal there?
2: I mean, I'm not going to lie. There for sure have been moments where I uh, <laughs> pass out at the end of the day. Um, it, I'm, you know... And not to exaggerate it. it's It's very true. i mean this this role, this project, it cost me a lot. you know mm. it It definitely made me have to bring a lot to the offer, uh, a lot to the altar, you know mm. it it requires that you offer every aspect of your instrument. Mm. you know um, you know, that's just the brilliance of of Misha's writing, of this text, you know. Um, it's very sacred for us, and I know the entire cast feels the same way that I do that we we approach this with such reverence because it's so personal for us. Mm-hmm. You know, these stories are are, you know, while the details might be different. Um, it's very it, it was very cathartic for me, but also forced me to go to places in my life, very dark places, mm-hmm. um, in order to channel. The truth, you know that's what it is. It's like, yeah, some of these scenes you're you're asked to do this, and then you asked to do this, you have to do this. But really, all you have to do is just focus on the truth. What's the truth that i'm I'm telling right now, you know, what's that's my target, right? Um And so being used as a vessel to tell these stories, it's quite an honor. It really is as an artist, um, because you feel, yes, you go home thoroughly worn out, you know, <laughs> On the scrap heap, just used up, feeling like you've got no more to give, and yet the next morning you wake up so damn excited to <sighs> go back and and give more.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, uh, yeah, it's it's it 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 just that's all I can say. It yeah. Cost me no, a lot. yeah, I mean, it you, me did, a lot, you know, and I
0: think I felt that you everyone on that cast is having such a good time doing mm-hmm. what they're doing. Even not not good time, like even the bad stuff, but like they're loving what they're doing especially this past episode this sunday episode with the twins dancing i had trouble sleeping i swear i I thought i saw this you
2: know when i tell Uh, you though uh, the finale nine and ten nine and ten y'all and then when i think about what misha has done in ten it's it's wrong actually (laughs) It's, 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 it's quite cruel you know i mean the the where she is going to where she's taking everyone with your emotions I apologize in advance <laughs> <laughs>
1: you, have to, you have to give us a tease like you have to,
2: <laughs> all I can <laughs> say <laughs> is I literally um ADR for the finale for one of the final scenes of 10
1: in ADR I mean I was in tears <laughs>
0: Okay,
2: Watching so we're going to
1: cry. Well, I, I've this, cro- I, they, I I hope they make it longer than an hour because I'm just going to, I'm going to need time. <laughs> no, Because
0: like, <laughs> like every, every, like every episode, I'm all, yes. What do they have? What kind of adventure are they going to take us on this time? Because that's what, and I think what they did with this show is nothing short of incredible. And it's, it's, th- I said it's the best show of the year because yeah. for real, if, what, if, what if, it, you- yeah.
1: What can you since you can't give it away? You can, what? Use one word to describe the finale.
0: Yeah, yeah, one word.
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm. Shocking. Okay. Oh my god! I
2: don't even it's, know why. It's <laughs> like a, It's 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 so unbelievable that she okay. went there. Mm. That you're just shocked that I you it's disbelief it. that it's just that's all it is. Like you I'm just kind of finish it, being like, "There's no way that yeah. she did that." And yes, ma'am.
0: My body is ready. (laughs) We are ready.
2: (laughs) I told Misha, I was like, people are either going to just love you. I mean, just love you as a creative, or hate you. There's no yeah. in between. so this, this,
0: I love her. I mean, like, well, this episode's gonna come out the Tuesday before the finale, so yeah, so, okay. our, our, okay. our, 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 listeners will be ready. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna be ready. Not ready. <laughs> I,
0: it, I mean, um, I'm not. I'm not ready every day. Like, yeah. I, I like. I wasn't ready for Jamie Chung to be this sex monster.
1: (laughs) I was like, (laughs) what? Me too. I was like, "Hmm." I was just like, oh, "Oh, Jamie's.
0: Because I thought, because when they said Jamie Chung was in the show, I was like, oh, she was in the beginning. I didn't know there there was like this whole thing, sex Um, monster. I was like, what's going on?
1: I mean, (laughs) the show has so many layers to it. It's actually, I mean, the way you, I don't even know if you guys are able to keep, All the storylines like together just so many (laughs) there's so many layers
0: but it's done so well it's it's done
1: so so well i want to ask you because i i think like we've been using this term like something that you've never you know people are saying this has never been done before or they're working on a project that's never but i feel like we've sort of been using that term lightly or loosely i kind of with this project i think you can really truly say nobody has really done anything like this before Mm -mm. for mm-hmm. television or for film. Um, what Misha has accomplished is beyond. And I obviously broke a glass ceiling, set, you know, o- hopefully opening the doors for um, other story, people, storytellers, or people that wanna tell story- stories like this to come through. Um, but for you, what have you taken away from working on such a profound project, especially in a space that we that's usually been dominated? Like, we've usually been, dom- Wait, how do you say that word? I can't say that Dominated? Word. dominated. <laughs> I was like, I lost that. I don't know why I couldn't say that word. <laughs> i was usually been dominated by, by cis white males.
0: Like the genre, especially. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: I mean, it, it's true. It's it's quite uh, radical because not only is, is the structure of the show quite disruptive, and, yeah. and you know, I feel like she has deconstructed this classic genre and then reimagined it in this, bold and audacious way, she centered Black voices in it, you know, Black voices, Black safety. I mean, Mm -hmm. essentially, the most horrific thing in the show is the fact that Black safety is so fragile, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and how the systemic racism in this nation that the nation has been built upon and the fact it's yet to be dismantled Mm -hmm. is so um, terrible. Terrorizing, you know it's so terrible um and yet it's it's inspired you know this book everything it's 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 quite yeah i mean i agree with you i don't i don't i don't know that we can look to another comp and say right. oh that's what this show is right know? um uh-huh. and and she's got such a gift for maintaining varying degrees and tones and genres because essentially to me in my mind, this is a family drama.
0: <laughs> it, it kind of no, it is. If you take all of, if no. you take out the scary stuff and, <laughs> and the sex and the sex monster,
2: it's a family drama. And and like the ghosts exercising, yeah. you know, the exorcism in the house. Yeah, mm. essentially, it's about folks mm. in search of family, in search of protecting family, mm. trying to create family, mm. trying, you know. Protecting family, hiding secrets from family. I mean, the the relationship stuff. Honestly, for me, is what is what gets me so excited about the mm-hmm. show. Um, and then you add all these other crazy elements, and it's it. Yeah, it is quite radical. Um, so I, I don't. Yeah, man. I, I, I just. I, yeah. I, I don't know what it, what <laughs> she, what she got left in her. <laughs> what stories there left to tell you know um yeah but she's she's just she she truly is a genius though like she's she's a mad scientist Mm.
0: yes and it shows so i mean it's just i cannot stop singing the praise and i'm not just saying that because you're our guest i mean this is like legitimately and the time that it's coming out I mean, I don't know if they planned it. You know, it's like it's just so. I feel like it is empowering in this way, yeah, and it, really it, is. It, it. I think so. And, and there are just these moments when I look and you know I start crying, and then like there's also like so many queer storylines in there, and it's mm-hmm. it's it, it speaks on so many levels, and I, mm. I, I love. I, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, like I'm like, oh, okay, you got some Asian in there. That's fine, <laughs> but it's it's just it's it's just it's I I. I absolutely adore it and if we could have every single cast member on this podcast we would oh, wouldn't that be fun
3: yeah
0: <laughs> I, I, would I would love that I would yeah. love to like just talk to that. For, for like eight hours <laughs>
2: <laughs> can I tell you can I tell you like, something you though mm-hmm. we all became such a family um mm-hmm. you know um while shooting and I think because the text required um it, and it was very demanding for us it was a very demanding shoot. In general, um, we we really all hung on to each other for dear life. I mean, I don't know how I would have gotten through this shoot without Michael K. Williams and Jonathan Majors. Mm. I mean, when I tell you the bond that we had, you know, um, the rituals that we created, whether it was you know praying every morning um, or before each take. I mean, it didn't matter where we were entering from, or w- before each take, we had to give each other a fist bump.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. And it nice. was a
2: ritual that Uncle George started on the pilot that Courtney V. Band started with Jonathan and I, and um, it was just a thing of like, hey, a way to ground ourselves and look each other in the eye and just connect, like physically, just touch and and. And it was the unspoken words of, you know, I got you. Yeah. You got me, I got you. And we're gonna do this. Um and 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 it it was beautiful, just so beautiful to have that sort of bond. Yeah. Um, and I think you can feel it through the work, you know, I think it comes across. Yeah. Um, and and the level of trust that we had with each other, yeah. all of us as as cast members, you know, to be able to go to these places. Whether you're playing on the same team or not, like you gotta have trust, yeah, right. You gotta be able to look in that person's eyes and and one know that you're you're are you're, you're hearing the truth that they're capable of speaking the truth, and you gotta know that you can trust them, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's interesting. yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so like, I know
0: it's it's kind of a it's based on the you know a book and everything, and but the popularity I feel is so strong. Do you even think that there can be another season of this after what we are going to witness in the final episode?
2: I mean, they would, it would be (laughs) so wrong to folks the way episode 10 ends to not other season. Okay uh, then. Just I just say that. But listen, you know it's not up to me. It's up to <laughs> the suits.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we we'll, we make things happen here, me and Amanda.
1: <laughs> we'll let the suits know.
0: No, <laughs> well, let, we're gonna we're gonna go to them. Listen.
1: <laughs> um, so we obviously we have Valley, which is next week, which I cannot wait. I cannot um, wait. What else do you have coming up for you, Journey? That you can you can share with us today.
2: I am leaving this
1: country <gasps> um,
2: I thinking, forever.
1: No, I'm, I'm <laughs> going.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm going to shoot Spiderhead in. Australia oh, that's right. Yeah, with um Chris Hemsworth and Miles Teller. It's this oh, Joe nice. Kaczynski film for Netflix. Oh, nice. Um, okay. and yeah, I'm excited. You know, mm. it's it's definitely a crazy, wild project. Yeah. Um, me and Miles, we both play um inmates. In um this um facility that is run by Chris Hemsworth's character. Okay. You no. hmm. no. and well. you're going
0: to Australia, which is doing better than us.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they are
2: you excited reason, to get out. <laughs> the reason they're doing better is they don't play. I mean, when I land, my son and I are gonna and everyone else on the airplane, like you know, are yeah. gonna be escorted by the National Guard, the Army and the local police to a hotel in which we have to check in and stay at for 14 days mm. and cannot leave the room.
0: Exactly. And that's how it should be. And oh, I, we, I, I have a, yeah, there's a bunch of like friends of mine who are filming right now and they're doing the same exact thing, whether it's in Vancouver, yeah, Australia yeah. or whatever. And yeah. here we're just like, oh, we got to have brunch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> not brunch Not brunch. Um.
1: <laughs> so we like to sort of end and wrap up with this section this segment we call the facts or the FAQs just so like random questions that we ask um, so your first question if you if your family and friends could call you out on a bad habit of yours what would it be
2: Ooh, leaving the butter out.
1: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that helps,
0: though, the right? Butter. Because it softens <laughs> it, right?
2: That's what I say, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but growing up, I was always told, Journey, you let the butter
1: out again. <laughs> oh, uh, it's like every time list. they see the, the butter out, they already automatically know, it they already know. Like, like, it's, it's dirty. Like, oh.
0: so <laughs> I always have issues with butter because when you take it out of the fridge and you want to spread it on toast, it's so hard. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Yeah.
2: And then if you try to use it, like I'll use the stick sometimes yeah, on the actual true. toast, and then I'll be told, "Journey, there's crumbs on the butter." <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like well i can't win win. what do you want me to do (laughs)
0: um so this is a new question that i've been asking for the last couple of episodes so one has to go beyonce j-lo rihanna or janet jackson
1: Hey, one has to get one anyone but
2: them. Okay.
0: <laughs> you could plead the fifth or you could add someone to take out.
3: <laughs> okay, okay, okay,
2: okay. Oh, uh, I'm in pain right now. Okay, you, we gotta well, we, add somebody. We gotta yeah. add somebody. <laughs> but then who, then who can can
1: we add? add to take out? Who could,
0: we, who could we add? You know, we could add someone I don't know. Well, you know, you could plead the fifth because we asked Michelle Bouteau and she refused to answer. <laughs>
1: it's because it's, it, it's literally it's blasphemy. It's really hard, yeah. It's well, blasphemous. Well,
0: we did have Eva Noblezada, who is star of Yellow Rose, and she had a quick answer.
1: <laughs> she <said> j <J-Lo. laughs> She said
0: J-Lo. Sorry, J-Lo. <laughs> she saw no
1: shade, but J-Lo. I'm okay. Not, okay. You, you yeah. Can, you yeah. can play the fifth. I'm playing we'll, the fifth. We'll, we'll okay, okay. you play I'm the, the fifth. Game. Okay. okay. I'm fine. It's it's meant to be a very hard question. So you yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can really answer. Um okay, next question. Do you have an irrational fear? And if so, what is it?
2: An irrational fear? Yeah, or irrational. irrational Irrational. Um no, I don't. I like most of my fears are like the supernatural, you um, know. Uh, or um, but I'm not I'm I'm not easily scared, honestly. Okay. okay, I'm a G. Just so you know. <laughs> I, okay, well, like I, I gave birth here in my home in the bathtub. Oh, oh without okay, then! So, yeah, you are. Um, oh, yeah. ma- don't
0: mess with her. She ain't
2: never scared. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um.
0: So since it's like Halloween season, what is your favorite horror movie of
2: all time? Funny fact: My son was born on Halloween. Um, oh my! Uh, I I really one of the first ones I ever saw was Silence of the Lambs. Mm. Mm. That one it, is scary. It was scary. I was ten when I saw it. So okay, ten years
0: old watching <laughs> Silence of the Lambs.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, he's also just one of my favorite actors of all time. As as is Jodie Foster. Um, but Hannibal's just like one of the greatest. Hannibal was characters. P-F. Yeah.
0: Oh no, my gosh. He, he he freaked me out. Yeah. Like
2: his movie. his tongue. I mean, there's there's real small things that he does. Very subtle. To, yeah, that's but, um uh, Yeah you don't even pick up on in the first viewing of it. Like he has like a mm. slithering tongue sometimes. It's just like, what the hell is this man doing? And he's I,
0: like I remember at the end of that movie, I was scared that he would like, you know, he, they show him like wherever he was, like I don't know where he was, like talking to Jodie Foster. I was like, oh, oh my God, he's in our neighborhood. I, I was <laughs> like.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like that's
2: the person you don't want to see knocking on your door. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Sounds, well, that's a good one. Um, okay would you rather only be able to use a fork no spoon or only be able to use a spoon no fork for the rest of your life <laughs> a fork
0: okay <laughs> okay well how would you would you
2: eat cereal with the- <laughs> absolutely because then you could dri- you could drink
1: oh, cereal yeah you're, you right, do, you're right you're right but it's
2: like food. if I'm eating a steak yeah okay, you can't
1: cut it with a spoon,
2: yeah, it's a spoon. To up right now
1: You're going
0: to scoop up some steak with a spoon. (laughs)
2: How am I
0: doing this? Help me. Um, Okay. Our final question we ask this to all of our guests Is there an underrepresented voice in the industry, whether it's an actor, writer, producer, creator, storyteller, that is not in the mainstream that you think people need to know about and deserves more recognition and shine? You could oh, list multiple. One. There's
2: so many. Yeah. There's so many that I'm a fan of. Um, mm. that I don't know that I would classify it as underrepresented or that people don't know about. I mean, mm. I guess I, you know, I loved. Um, I'm I'm there's you know what there are so many that I'm excited to see what they do next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's like,
3: yeah.
2: I'm really excited to see. Um, I liked Atlantic's. I'm excited mm-hmm. to see what Manny mm. does next. Um. Mm. I love Maggie Betts. I'm excited to see you know what work comes out of her. Um, I I'm a fan of Angela Robinson, who's also one of my good friends. I worked with her on True Blood, and I loved um, I loved Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman. And
1: oh um, yes. you too. I <laughs> and, love uh, that movie too. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I I you know Angela's she's an OG, like she's a veteran. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. why it's like you know. Um, She's not underrepresented, but I, I'm I would love to see more time. she's yeah, yeah, more shine. She does. And, and yeah. in the genre space, she's yeah. really gifted too. Um so yeah, there's a lot of voices. There's I'm excited for Nia. I mean, she's certainly not, you know, yeah. everybody <laughs> so
0: excited. <can> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can't wait to see Candyman.
0: Yes. Oh my God, that trailer when it first came out, I was yeah. just like, all oh, leaning in so much. Yeah. I was like, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> for sure, for sure. And then there's like actors. You know, I love Don Fishback. You know, mm-hmm. was, uh, yeah. she uh, she's very talented. Um, the, the one of her earlier movies that she did that Jordana directed. Um, yeah, it was at Sunday night. I remember that. Yeah, movie. yeah. I was, just uh, remember seeing it, being like this girl is the truth, you know, Mm. um, and she totally held her own with Jamie Foxx, which is not easy because Jamie is a G (laughs) 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 like Jamie, Jamie can bring it. Okay um yeah there's so many there's, there's so
1: many, and yeah. i'm a fan of yeah yeah um, Shout out to all those people that you just mentioned yes thank you so much for coming on the podcast today this is such a lovely lovely conversation
0: yes thank and you, congratulations guys. on yes, this right. yeah a great a great career but you know and even this show i'm like i cannot stop with this show like i cannot <laughs> I, I love it so much yeah. i love it and if you if you don't then get out of here.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Do you have like a favorite theme from the show? Because there's a lot of themes on this show. Is there one that really stands out to you? The, the, the,
2: the story's so ancestral, you know? It's very yeah. ancient. And so this idea of our heroes going on a quest to bring down white supremacy yeah. is so dope to me, <laughs> you know? This this idea that really they're, the magic is is, the magic they're engaged in it's like a spiritual warfare you know um against white supremacy and it's it's that's one of the themes that i just i eat up you know
1: amazing. amazing well we
2: cannot wait cool
1: we can't wait can't wait
0: thank you so much
2: thank you for having me
0: yeah could we take like one screenshot real quick sure So yeah just oh, like act, act like like just smile what? at the camera <laughs> i guess Okay. okay. <laughs> this see? is so weird i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i mean usually when we were in studio we would take a picture but yeah. you know
2: okay yeah, but, okay but hopefully right.
0: we'll see you in person soon good luck hopefully. and we love you
2: yeah good stay luck. well you yeah, you
0: stay too. away
1: from brunches Travel.
0: <laughs> stay, <laughs> stay, stay travel. away from brunches yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. thank you again bye